Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's episode is My Kids Are Growing Up, Now What? Welcome back. How are things going? At the time of this recording, it's the middle of September, and the weather's starting to cool off a little bit in the Dallas area where I live. And I just love this time of year when it starts cooling off and then the leaves start changing. It's just my favorite time of the year. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Before I get into the topic of the podcast, I wanted to say thank you for some sweet reviews that have been left. And I recently received a review from Team Nick Mack that I wanted to share. And this listener wrote, I love listening to Lisa. I love how the podcasts are short and sweet. I can quickly listen to one on my way home from an errand and get a powerful awareness to the rest of my day. I also love that her perspective is for the mamas in midlife. I think this group gets left out, gets left out. Many podcasts are for the child rearing years and I'm past that now. These podcasts feed my need to figure out this next chapter of my life. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Team Nick Mack, for taking the time to leave that very sweet review. It means a lot, and it helps me to kind of gauge how I'm doing with these podcasts and if I'm getting the information out there to the audience that I'm hoping to, which is you mamas in midlife. Uh, The topic for today is my kids are growing up. Now what? As all of you know, raising kids can be so, so busy. I look back at the different times in each of my kids' lives, and I only remember certain segments of different parts of their lives because it was so busy. And to be honest, there were some days that were just a blur, and I found myself just trying to manage and get through the day. Can you relate to this? I noticed, though, that as they got older, some of the demands of life changed. My kids became more independent, and their needs for what they required of me changed as well. Actually, as some of my kids became teenagers, they probably preferred that I was less involved and wouldn't ask so many questions of them. (laughs) Uh, But then came the time that they started to leave home. Oh boy, I was definitely not prepared for that change. I remember asking myself that famous phrase, where did the time go? This period of time when the kids started to leave home or when they start to leave home, it can be a huge adjustments for parents and I think for moms in particular. We may find ourselves asking, now what? So I wanted to offer four tips that have helped me as I've adjusted to this big change of children leaving home. The first one is acknowledge that this is a big change and that there may be some grieving that comes along with these changes. One definition I like to explain grief is from Medicine Net, and it says the normal process, the grief is the normal process of reacting to a loss. So again, grief is the normal process of reacting to a loss. When children start leaving home, this is a loss from what things were and acknowledging that we're experiencing a change and we may even be feeling that sense of loss. We need to also allow ourselves to feel that emotion or and to feel whatever emotions we're experiencing. 
even though it doesn't feel so great. And I did talk a lot about this in episode 16, where I talked about acknowledging emotions that we're feeling so they don't consume us. So that's the first thing is just acknowledging that it's a big change and acknowledging the emotions that we're feeling related to the change. The second is to make sure that your needs are being met. I know you've heard me say this before if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, but you'll probably hear me say it more often because I feel like this is so important of being able to be aware of what our needs are and to take care of them, starting with our physical needs for water, food, sleep, exercise, taking care of our health needs. Are you doing those things? What about your other needs for maybe connectedness, for play, for learning, for comfort, etc.? Ask yourself, what do I need? And listen for the answer. I feel like this can be a tricky one for moms, especially when we spend so much time and effort taking care of our families. We may not even take the time to know ourselves and what our needs are and then even make the effort to meet them. Or we may not even give ourselves permission to meet these needs when we, know, we do know what they are. So just be aware that you do have needs and that it's okay to meet them. Number three is to have awareness of how you were thinking about these changes of having your kids leave home. There are probably going to be lots of thoughts of related to kids leaving home. Some possible thoughts could be things will never be the same. Now I'm not needed. I'm losing my identity. I won't be as connected to my children once they leave home. And there may be a lot of other thoughts. What are the thoughts that you have about this changing stage of life? These thoughts could produce feelings of discouragement, hopelessness, lonely, stuck, maybe sad. Now, these feelings may be feelings that you do want to experience for a period of time, along with the associated thoughts as you adjust to this change. And that's okay. Yet when you're ready to move to new thoughts that maybe might be serving you better as you make the transition, some of those thoughts might look like, I can find new ways to connect with my children. I have an identity outside of being a mom. I can find other ways to be involved that are fulfilling or things are changing and that's part of the process. If we move to those types of thoughts, then the feelings that we experience might be more like hopeful, energetic, calm, peaceful, or connected. When my oldest left for college, I was feeling really, really sad and was also feeling sorry for myself that she was gone, that she was, you know, that that transition was happening in our family. And after complaining probably a little too long to a really good friend who knew me super well, she finally told me, Lisa, it's time to put your big girl pants on and start focusing on the children that you still had left at home. That was just what I needed to hear. And that was exactly what I did. Basically, I had a shift in the way I was looking at the situation and being able to see that my daughter was doing fine where she was at. And this was the natural progression of this stage of life and that I could focus on the kids that I still had left at home. That was a shift in my thinking, and it was really, really helpful. The last tip, number four, is to figure out what you want to do with your time. 
Start by writing down what you think your interests are or maybe what you would like to learn. What is something that brings you fulfillment? Do you want to go back to school? Pursue another career path? Learn how to play an instrument? Volunteer? There's all kinds of things out there that we can engage ourselves in, but what is it that you want to do? When I was in my master's program, I did an internship with an organization that supported families after the death of a loved one. We would feed the families dinner and then break out into age groups and play games and do activities to help the families process the death of their loved one. The organization was mostly run by volunteers, and I met quite a few women that were middle-aged who were super great contributors to this program. So as you're trying to figure out what it is you're going to do with your time in this next stage of life, life, ask yourself questions about what you might like to do and see what your brain comes up with. You might be surprised at the answers that you hear. Also, as you try new things, you may notice that you, or as you think about trying new things, you may notice that you have some resistance to doing something new and it may feel a little scary. Be willing to try something new and just view it as an experiment, just that you're experimenting to see what you want to be doing and what you like. You're kind of getting to know yourself at a different level. You may end up discovering things about yourself that you never knew you would enjoy. And just to close and related to this finding what we like to do, I found that I was asking myself these questions about what I wanted to do with my time as my children were starting to leave home. I had a bachelor's degree that I had completed many, many years ago, and I had contemplated different schooling options as my children got older. I finally decided I wanted to go back to school to pursue what I had started back in my 20s to become a mental health therapist. That was what took me down the path of getting my master's degree in social work, was remembering what my interests were were back in my 20s. So I did. I went back to school, and I got my master's in social work. Honestly, it was really scary for me when I first started. I didn't know how I would do the schooling, how I would work, and I would also take care of my family. But the hard work totally paid off, and the experiences I went through and the growth that I experienced during that time were phenomenal. And now I really love what I do. As my youngest has, is entering his senior year this year of high school, I'm grateful that I have time with him. And I'm also glad to know that I pursued some of my own interests that will be fulfilling for me as I enter the stage of becoming an empty nester. That's all I have for today. Thank you for joining me. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Mamas in Midlife. I'll see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast. Mm-hmm.